Coming up, the Rays finally lose their first game at home. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Local experts joining us to go over all the action from last night in Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Charlie Blackman set the tone with a leadoff home run, and the Rockies beat the Guardians with early offense on Tuesday. Locked On Rockies and Guardians recap how things played out in Cleveland. Rock on Rockies fans, Paulden here from the Locked On Rockies podcast, and the Colorado Rockies have finally done it. They have won a series this year. Back-to-back great ball games against the Cleveland Guardians, led by the young guys and the back half of the rotation. Ryan Feltner, another solid start. His big concern, the walks. No walks in his pitching performance today. Lots of strikeouts, an unearned run. Back-to-back great starts from Ryan Feltner. The two young guys in the rotation are getting the job done, and the Rockies got timely hitting and good hitting from uh, the other young guy. Brenton Doyle had a great day at the dish. Three hits there. Charlie Blackman on the board as well, contributing for the Rockies. Chris Bryan with a couple hits as well. Productive baseball from the Rockies. Clean baseball from the Rockies. And that leads to the first series win of the season. We'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies. Colorado Rockies get their first series win of the year. Kudos to them on nearly the end of April. What is not kudos is Cleveland's offense, which has been offensive, for lack of anything more clever to say. (sighs) Frustrating few weeks. This is the weak part of the schedule. This is where you have to make your hay, to use that old expression. You can't let the Tigers win a series. You can't let the Nationals win a series. You can't lose six series in a row. You can't let the Rockies, who haven't won a series all year, uh, take a series. You got to sweep the Nationals. You got to sweep the Rockies. I mean, now we look back on that National series and go, yay. Uh, Tanner Bivey tomorrow is what it's shaping up to be. Uh, at least that is something to look forward to. And if we're going to pull something out of this, let's try to end a little positive on what has been a horrendous two days of baseball. If this was an NFL season, they would be starting the fourth quarter of the second game right now. There's plenty of time to turn around. The Pirates' win streak came to an end yesterday when Pittsburgh blew a five-run lead to the Dodgers. Our Locked on Pirates host tells us what the Bucks need to do to get back on track. Well, Pirates fans, I guess we can't win them all after this. Uh, The Pittsburgh Pirates had a seven-game winning streak heading into Tuesday night, but the L.A. Dodgers had different plans as Chris Taylor's three-run home run would propel a 7-2 Dodgers comeback, and the final would be 8-7 on Tuesday night, snapping the Pirates' seven-game winning streak and moving the Pirates to 16-8. Andrew McCutcheon would have a three-run home run here, but the bullpen had arguably its first really bad game of the year, uh, especially their first bad game in a while. And the Pittsburgh Pirates' seven-game winning streak comes to a close, but we have two more games in this series to play. My name is Ethan Smith of the Locked On Pirates podcast. The Pirates lose to the Dodgers 8-7. to See you on Wednesday on the flip side. For the first time this season, the Rays lost a game in Tampa. The defending champion Astros finally snapped Tampa's 14-game winning streak at Tropicana Field and locked on hosts from both teams recap that final. Hey, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm the co-host of the Locked On Rays podcast. The Tampa Bay Rays lose their very first game at home this season, believe it or not. They were 14-0 at home until... 
tonight where they lost to the Houston Astros by a score of five to nothing before a crowd of a little fewer than 10,000. Um, it was an unsettling fifth inning for the Rays and starting pitcher Drew Rasmussen as the wheels came off for him. Uh, he was hanging cutters and his fastballs, mislocation, middle-middle. The Astros capitalized on it and uh, defensive miscue here and there allowed them to, to really punch through in that game and, and never look back. Um, not really much highlights to speak of for the Rays outside of Wander Franco making a, an outstanding diving play at short and then hitting, getting his 12th double of the season. So the Rays will try to prevent a losing streak on Wednesday as they'll go with a bullpen day facing off against Hunter Brown, one of the rising pitchers in the Astros organization. We'll see what happens. Hey, the Race Channel here with Locked on Astros. It just wrapped up a great edition of Locked on Astros. The Astros win 5 to nothing versus the Rays. That's right. They stopped their home win streak. Rishu Devon keeps his 19-game hitting streak alive. Um, Jake Myers has his own hitting streak going. He actually knocked Rasmussen out of the game. A big outburst, five-run fifth inning for the Houston Astros as they blank the Rays, stop their historic home win streak, and they go to game three to hopefully win it with Hunter Brown on the mound. It looks like the Rays will probably have a bullpen-type game. So the Astros just have to stymie the bats of the Rays, only giving up two hard-hit balls today. Um, Dubon, Pena, and Tucker combined for eight for 14 at the plate. Abreu, Jolks, and Myers combined five for 12. Between those hitters, they had five doubles. This was a great game. Stay tuned in to Locked on Astros every day or so and make sure we're your team every day. And as always, go Stros. Coming up, the Reds rally for six runs in the eighth. This is Locked on Game to Game MLB. This edition of Locked on Game to Game is brought to you by Pro Baseball GM. If you ever thought that you could run your own baseball franchise, now is the chance for you to prove it. This game lets you control a ton of different aspects of the game. You hire the coaches and the staff. You control the scouting and drafting of players. You also get to navigate free agency and all of the ups and downs of a season. So all of this is part of a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free. You can play offline as well on the go when and where you want to. Locked on MLB listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code Locked On in the game store. Make sure you check it out. Download the game by visiting probaseballgm.com. Scan the code or look it up on the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts joining us for the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Reds rallied for six runs in the eighth inning to come back and beat the Rangers on Tuesday night. Locked On Reds tells you all about the unlikely Cincinnati win. The Reds should not have won that game, but they did. What's up? This is Jeff Gar from the Locked On Reds podcast. And that was one of the best comebacks I have seen in a long time from this Reds team. And Jonathan India was the guy that took the lead. An absolutely beautiful at bat, an amazing line drive. And yet this Reds team still hasn't hit a home run in like a week, but they've scored seven runs in two games, in each game for the last two games against the Rangers. Absolutely beautiful. The Reds won the series 
against the Rangers. Maybe they can take this week and flip it from last week. Absolutely love what I'm seeing from this team. Make sure you check out the next Lockdown Reds podcast as we're going to be talking all about it. Jose Barrios threw seven shutout innings as the Blue Jays handed the White Sox their sixth straight loss. Locked on hosts with both teams. Give us their takeaways. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked on Blue Jays. How sweep it is. Toronto Blue Jays take game two, the Tuesday night game, 7-0. Was that the Argos over the Bears or the Blue Jays over the White Sox? Either way, I'm loving life. Yet again, a great starting pitching performance. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment here. But wow, this starting pitching is rolling for your Toronto Blue Jays. Chance for a sweep tomorrow, Wednesday afternoon. Third attempt for a sweep on the season for the Blue Jays. All three have been at home. And in the third and final game where they were going for the sweep, the Blue Jays have laid an absolute egg in the previous too so here's hoping for better results tomorrow uh, two weeks ago the Blue Jays scored nine runs in the home opener this is the best offensive game since then George Springer back in the swing of things he had three hits Danny Jansen fresh off his bobblehead night he had three hits including the big three-run home run to get the Blue Jays in flight with Merrifield 18th game plate 18th time on base third good start in a row for Jose Barrios and a Nate Pearson sighting the Chicago White Sox lost to the Toronto Blue Jays 7 to nothing Tuesday night. Hey, I'm Nick Morawski from Locked On White Sox. Uh, if Monday's loss was ugly, Tuesday's was worse. Sox starter Mike Clevenger went five innings, gave up six earned runs. Sox offense, just four hits. Uh, only one walk. They struck out 10 times. Uh, speaking of 10, the Sox are now 10 games under 500. They've lost six games in a row. Sox send Michael Kopech to the Hill Wednesday afternoon. For more, check out the Locked On White Sox podcast. The Cubs shut out the Padres at Wrigley Field last night in both Locked On Cubs and Padres. Take us through the final at the Friendly Confines. Happy Jan Gomes Day, Cubs fans. Cubs beat the Padres 6-0. Jan Gomes goes 4-for-4 with the game-winning home run early in this ballgame. Justin Steele grinded through five and a third shutout innings. He continues to be one of the most underrated, quietest, great pitchers in baseball. And the Cubs added on late. Bullpen did their job. Nice win. Now it's on to the next one. They had one of these wins on Friday against the Dodgers. That was great. But you got to stack it up. You got to find a way to win this series, uh, win one of these next two games. Tomorrow night, it'll be Drew Smiley, who flirted with perfection his last time out uh, against Michael Walker, who's always had a tough time against the Cubs. But the Cubs do a beautiful job today. 6 nothing clinical win against a tough lineup on a cold April night at Wrigley. They are 13-9. and Oh, man. What's up, guys? Javier Reyes here, Lockdown Padres podcast again. Again with Spidey behind me. Uh, the Padres lose this one 6 nothing. Offense, after having some good vibes from over the weekend against the D-backs, gets shut out by Justin Steele, who, granted, I will give you, low-key was really effective for them down the stretch last year for the Cubs and has been really awesome this year, so some people might not know the name yet, but I think he's pretty legit. I think he's a good pitcher, but even still, Machado hitting a, a pop-up on the first pitch to the infield, Soto not doing much. I I mean, it's just the offense all the way around. Cronenworth not getting it done. Just, you know, right when you have the momentum going up, it just comes right back down in a poor game like this. But hopefully they bounce back tomorrow. I do think the Cubs, and for those who listen to the pod, one of my sleeper teams for this year. But uh, even still, they should be able to beat this Cubs team. At least show a little bit better than tonight. And Steven Wilson gave up a bunch of runs, but he was due. And it's okay. Uh, you got to score some runs before you blame guys like uh, Steven Wilson. So hopefully they bounce back tomorrow. And hopefully everyone stays faithful and tune into the podcast for the rest of the week. Bye.
The Giants shut out the Cardinals on Monday in the first matchup between these two teams this season. They picked up another win over St. Louis in round two last night. Our Locked On Local Experts recap the one-run win for San Francisco. Down to their last strike in the bottom of the ninth inning with two outs and with an elite closer on the mound and with Blake Sable at the plate who has had a rough time in the big leagues with the Giants this year. A strikeout hitter, a strikeout pitcher. I said to myself, I said out loud, this game's over. Home run. Walk off home run. Giants beat the Cardinals 5-4. to four. They rally for... A couple of runs in the ninth inning, uh, three runs in the ninth inning, actually. And what a huge win and what a swing of the bat for Blake Sable, who was kind of on thin ice. He has struggled to hit. He has struck out a lot. He had two strikes on him. He's facing an elite strikeout pitcher. And what does he do? He cranks a homer to center. To his credit, he's hit some homers. That's his fourth, I think, of the year. But great kid. What a moment. Unbelievable Giants win. We'll break it down tomorrow on Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. You got to be kidding me. That did not just happen. Hey, it's JD from Locked on Cardinals, and I'm still in disbelief at what I just witnessed. After coming back with three runs in the eighth inning to take a 4-2 lead, Ryan Helsley, the Cardinals all-star closer, comes on in the ninth, and another Tommy Edmund fielding error. Starts a rally that ends in a two-out, two-strike, Blake Sable walk-off two-run shot. Cardinals lose 5-4. This is rock bottom, folks. This is it. Welcome. I don't know how else this team can lose a game except to just not show up and forfeit. Jake Woodford pitches a, a solid game, allows just two runs, but tonight the defense makes catastrophic errors that cost them runs. And then Helsley, who could throw a ball 103 miles per hour, decides to throw breaking pitches to a guy who loves hitting breaking balls and has trouble hitting fastballs. What are they doing? I'm going to go throw up now. Thanks for keeping it locked on Cardinals. Coming up, the Twins will win the season series with the Yankees for the first time in more than two decades. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by So Rare. It's a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience by collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there is no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next level competitions and rewards. If you head over to SoRare.com slash locked on, that's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E dot com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win those epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Twins beat the Yankees last night, winning the series season series with the Bronx Bombers for the first time since 2001. Locked On Yankees explains how New York avoids a three-game sweep today. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees lost to the Twins tonight, which means... They lost a season series 
to the Twins for the first time since 2001. May 10th, 2001. George W. Bush was president. The Twin Towers were still standing. Janet Jackson had the number one song, All For You. The Mummy Returns was the number one movie. And guys like Cal Ripken, Jesse Orozco, Ricky Henderson, Tony Gwynn, and Harold Baines were still playing in the league. That's how long ago this last happened. That's how long this streak was against the Twins. I warned everyone it was going to end at some point. I've been saying it on my show for years. (laughs) And we're here. Oh, well. Is this rock bottom for the Yankees? No, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. But is it going to be this terrible all of 2023? No, people, it's not. So we're going to talk about this and that on the next Locked on Yankees. So please tune in. I'm going to try and calm everyone down. We're going to practice Zen baseball, everyone. Okay? Okay. In-state rivals met for the second time this season after the A's and Angels split their first four-game series. Locked on Angels has more after the series opener in Anaheim. A nice bounce-back win for the Angels on Tuesday night after losing to the A's on Monday night. Hey, everybody, it's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked on Angels. A 5-3 victory on Tuesday night for our Halos, led by Griffin Canning, who has been excellent for the Angels this year. Third straight game with five innings or more pitched, and he had seven Ks. And then the offense was led by Brandon Drury, who's heating up. He had two RBIs in Tuesday's game, and Gio Urshela and Taylor Ward each had an RBI, And then Carlos Estevez came in and closed the game out, his fourth save. John and I are going to talk all about this game on Locked On Angels, and we hope you'll join us. After falling to the struggling Royals, our Locked On Diamondbacks host tries to figure out what went wrong exactly in Arizona. Poor starting pitching and missed opportunities led to the D-backs demise in Game 2 to the Kansas City Royals. Miller Thomas of Locked On Diamondbacks here. D-backs rookie Ryan Nelson did not have his best start of the season because it seemed like the Royals were taking batting practice against Ryan Nelson, who gave up 11 hits in less than five innings pitch, and he was just really struggling out there. It seemed like every pitch he threw, the Royals players were just locking in and sending over to left field, right field for singles and doubles so not a good start for Ryan Nelson and then for the D-backs offense a lot of missed opportunities the D-backs offense was one for 12 runners in scoring position and had multiple chances to tie or win the ball game in the seventh eighth and ninth innings and was and was not able to convert in those chances and it was really sad to see and now D-backs won one in the series against the lowly Kansas City Royals will they lose this series in the series finale tomorrow Zach Allen is on the bump so I'm feeling pretty good about our chances but you just never know the Tigers scored all four of their runs by the end of the second inning and the pitching held up to beat the Brewers on Tuesday night our locked on Tigers host recaps that road win well that's another Tigers victory in Milwaukee that is a series victory over the Milwaukee Brewers I am Scott Bentley host of locked on Tigers uh this was a another close game Tigers have played in a lot of one run ball games lately this was yet another example of that but this bullpen continues to just do a complete 180 of the first two weeks of the season and has been absolutely lights out legitimately. Like there's a real argument. It's been the best bullpen in baseball over the last two weeks. And Kerry Carpenter also stays hot with a three run homer. The reason we win this ball game and he did it off a lefty 
Definitely noteworthy. We'll talk about that for sure. Some good offensive performances. Still a lot of non-timely hitting later in the game, but good approach early. Uh, we saw the lefty lineup for the first time in a while. A lot to go over. We will talk about the series victory over the Brewers tomorrow on Locked on Tigers. That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go and subscribe to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else to get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.